Hi there. Thank you so much for listening to my story. I appreciate your time. This production is a result of many sleepless nights, and I hope you enjoy as much as I do when I create it. To help keep this project alive, you can support us by buying some merch at our store or by supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash building Evelyn. You can join at any level, and by doing so, you access true facts about the story, our chapters for your reading pleasure, full-length version of this episode, and much more. You can cancel at any time, no hard feelings. Thank you so much to those that already support us and those who are considering the near future. It means the world to me. See you there. Warning. This episode contains mature content. Parental guidance is recommended. Previously on Building Evelyn. Mr. Jerry woke up to find his things scattered across the backyard, but he didn't say anything about it. He picked up what he could and headed towards Maria's house. Miss Josie was in shock for quite a while, and nighttime was very difficult for her. She could hardly fall asleep, always scared that Mr. Jerry might come back. She had been awake for many nights, and during the day she didn't have any appetite, eating only one meal each day and drinking hardly any water. She went on walks between the house and the chapel, sometimes three times a day, exerting more energy than she had. Welcome to Building Evelyn. This dramatic story is based in true events, but written with a bit of fiction, showcasing Brazilian culture throughout the story. Some chapters are written by different writers, and each writer not only continues the story using real events and facts, but also puts their own twist on the previous writer's idea to keep the story moving. I am Jackie Passau, and this chapter was written by me. Evelyn fell more and more in love with books as time went by and continued to spend her recesses at the library. She would spend hours going through shelves upon shelves of books and the librarians knew her by name. She would check out books and spend hours sitting on the grass outside in front of the cafeteria, reading them while kids were playing recess games around her. Evelyn didn't have lots of friends in fourth grade because she was always reading and learning. Sometimes, her classmates would pass right by where she was sitting and make fun of her, but she never paid any mind to what they would say. She never tried making friends with them because she was always too focused on what she was reading. 
One day, while reading the newspaper, she overheard the librarians talking about a contest they were going to put together. Students who wanted to participate would have to audition, and they were looking for students that could play as narrator and as actors. The contest was to be open to all the children in her grade. Evelyn was automatically excited about it. She wanted to be part of the play even though she knew it might be a challenge. She hadn't really read aloud in front of people and she didn't know if she was any good at reading, but she knew she would certainly try her best. She didn't want to ask the librarians questions because she didn't want to seem like she was eavesdropping and she could hardly wait until they were ready to announce it. Evelyn would go to the library every day to see if there was a poster announcing the play, but when she couldn't find it, she read books, newspapers, and magazine articles, second-guessing if she really heard them talking about a play after all. This went on for weeks, and the anticipation was pretty stressful to Evelyn. She would walk around the library looking for the poster, not even going outside the entire recess. The next day, while leaving the cafeteria, she saw a group of students gathering in front of the board outside the library. Her heart skipped a beat, and she ran towards them. She read on the poster exactly what she had heard the librarians talking about weeks before. The library was busy doing recess with kids gathering around the posters, and Evelyn was so excited the time had finally come. She didn't hesitate to go to the front desk and talk to Mrs. Daniela about it. Mrs. Daniela told her that the next day they were going to hold a sign-up session at recess time and an announcement was going to be sent to all the classes in fourth grade. She said they were looking for someone to be the narrator and other children to play other parts and they wanted to give the opportunity to as many students as possible. I personally believe the narrator role would suit you well, Evelyn. Of course, though, you are welcome to audition to any part you would like, Mrs. Daniela suggested. As Evelyn considered this, Mrs. Daniela continued. The play is based on a children's book on the table over there. You can read the book here, but unfortunately, you can't check it out. We need to have as many copies as we can in the library so students can see what they would be auditioning for. Are you giving the exact part from the book the narrator would need to read on the day of the audition during sign-up? Evelyn asked. Mrs. Daniela smiled. No, that would be too easy, wouldn't it? She explained to Evelyn that they would be casting a narrator, someone who would play a mother, the protagonist, and three of her friends. Evelyn was nervous, but she picked up the book from the nearby table and read it out loud until she thought she could read it well, despite never having read in front of an audience before. 
Evelyn was the second person to sign up for the narrator role, and she felt antsy since the audition was in only three days' time. Evelyn went home disappointed because she couldn't check out the book for the play. She told her grandmother about the audition and said that she was happy and excited, but that she feared they would choose someone else rather than her. Miss Josie listened to her granddaughter attentively, and when she was done talking, she said, Do your best. If you always put your mind into what you are doing, and you do your best while doing it, people will notice. So when you go to the audition, read out loud, and pretend that you are here reading the book to me. That's a great idea, Evelyn beamed. At the audition, Evelyn was told to read three pages, which were to be picked by the librarians, so she didn't know which one she was to read until it was her turn to enter the room. In the room, it was not just the librarians watching, but also her competition. In total, Evelyn counted seven girls and two boys auditioning for the part of the narrator, and she would have to do it in front of them. Holding the microphone for the first time, Evelyn looked at the paper, then at the librarians, and lastly at her audience. She imagined the room was empty and she was reading to her grandmother. She never had a microphone in her hands before, and she didn't think it was going to be that heavy. She was trying not to think about it, but wondered what would happen if she couldn't hold the microphone with one hand. She was afraid to drop it, but she went on reading the words carefully, and when she finished, they thanked her, and she sat down to watch every single girl and boy do the same. The students that were auditioned that day were excused from class in case it took too long, and it went over recess time. Evelyn was 30 minutes late arriving to class, and when she went to her room, she knocked on the door, apologized for her tardiness, and handed the teacher her excuse paper the librarians had given to her. Some of her classmates whispered around Evelyn auditioning among themselves. Evelyn went back to the library daily, looking for a list posted on the main board of those who were chosen, but it took a while for the library to go through all the kids who auditioned. Finally, after a week, Evelyn arrived at the library to see a paper of the chosen students posted on the board. She was in shock when she saw her name by the narrator. She almost fainted, and without containing her happiness, she smiled big and looked back at Mrs. Daniela, who was watching her and smiling back. Evelyn approached the front desk, and Mrs. Daniela said, I knew you would get it, Evelyn. You did great that day. Evelyn was so happy. She just nodded and smiled, unable to speak. That day, she didn't stay at the library for recess. She felt like running, jumping, and skipping. So she did, going around the yard of the complex, skipping and passing the kids that always played games while she was reading books. Evelyn ran by herself, smiling and waving at anyone who looked at her.
They were confused because she never ran or played, but she was happy and just wanted to be by herself celebrating her small victory. The rest of the school day inched by, and Evelyn just wanted to go home so she could tell her grandmother the news. The students and the librarians working on the play met every recess to go over the idea and the script and to make sure the props were made similar to the book. The students who played the other parts were very nice and worked well together. The librarians felt the group was ready for their first presentation, and after 30 days of rehearsal, the group was ready to present to a small audience. The plan was to bring in every kindergarten class to watch the play, but since everyone in the play was in fourth grade, they brought those classes in first. The children sat nicely on the floor of the library and watched the show for the first time. Every time the students performed, they would be nervous, but they always did great. The librarians were very pleased that the kids worked hard to memorize their parts in order to bring the book to life. The story was simple yet fun. If the audience were reading along, they would have been very proud that the kids were able to cover almost every emotion with the help of their coaches. Evelyn felt so proud of herself and her friends doing the play, but every time she was narrating the play, she did very little of her regular curriculum. It was a very busy time for Evelyn because since they did so well, the manufacturing association who had schools like hers all over the state somehow heard about that play and invited them to go to all locations to perform. They would travel once a week to a different school. The cast loved venturing together and they all grew closer in friendship. The trips were organized very well. They would travel on a comfortable air-conditioned bus and food was provided. Evelyn felt so important like she was a part of a big production, even though that wasn't even close to what it was. For the school, it probably was because they were invited to play on different branches. The play was performed for a long time since the library was small and they had to bring one class at a time. The librarians wanted the space to be cozy so they had to organize a little area where the kids, big or small, would sit down on the floor comfortably and enjoy themselves while watching. Evelyn didn't remember how long it took, but somehow she was still able to manage to get all A's that year. Even though she didn't attend classes much because of the play, she had to work extra hard to graduate and not repeat fourth grade that year. Ever since she was chosen for the part of the narrator in the play, Evelyn felt like she was dreaming. She never imagined something that good could happen to her, and she could hardly believe it was true. At home, though, the reality was different. 
She felt hungry all the time because the food given to her wasn't enough to satisfy. Her father and mother both had jobs, but money and food were still stretched thin. Evelyn would climb trees in search of fruity treasures hanging up in the branches. But when she was busy with schoolwork, she didn't have the time. She found it difficult to study while hungry, and she spent most of her day thinking about food. For breakfast, her family would usually buy a baguette and divide it into five pieces, according to the recipient's size. There would be butter and coffee to go with it. That breakfast wasn't much, so Evelyn would anticipate having the snack at school, which was usually soup. The school soup was good, but it was a small portion and she wasn't allowed to have seconds. Lunch at home was okay. The family would cook once a day and they would eat that food twice daily. With every meal, the food was divided the same as it was portioned at breakfast. The food would always be rice, beans, spaghetti, and some type of protein. Most days it was chicken. Head to patreon.com slash building Evelyn to resume listening. Building Evelyn Original Story, Narration, and Production by Jackie Pesal. This chapter was edited by Karen Mata. Shop in Nukella at etsy.com slash shop slash Nukella, where you can find the cutest crochet dolls and animals. Nukella collaborated with Building Evelyn to bring the first Evelyn doll to life in crochet form. To order your custom doll, visit the site to learn more. Music by Clark James. You can listen to his amazing music on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play. To learn more, visit ClarkJamesPiano.com or find him on Facebook or Amazon. I hope you find this podcast entertaining. If you are interested in contributing a song or to write the next chapter of the story, send us a message at info at buildingevelyn.com and we will consider featuring it. If you want to get in touch with us, find us on WhatsApp at 513-580-4595. For those who love to read, our chapters are now available at patreon.com slash buildingevelyn. To listen to previous chapters and not to miss the next one, subscribe on your favorite podcast player, our YouTube channel, or head over to our website, buildingevelyn.com. That is B-L-D-G-E-V-E-L-Y-N dot com. And while you are there, consider clicking the donate link. That would be so nice of you.